really vibing to this music. It has a nice vibe to it. I don't know if the people are ready. I don't think they are at all. where we will be talking about sports, we'll be talking about life, we'll be talking about whatever y'all want to talk about. I mean, it's going to be a fun time. Um, Mitch, I mean, it's going to be tough to describe this because we understand what this show is, but telling other people what this show is going to be like is is clearly going to be difficult for, for me. What do you think about that? Definitely. I mean... Me and you have a, a lot of inside jokes going on ever since we've uh, joined this community, the Community Vibe, and uh, if uh, one of the mods will give a shout out to this, so you can join that. It's a great place. It's we we've met so many great people in there, and uh, me and uh, Bearden connected pretty pretty early early on. Um, we both uh, had a uh, certain show we listened to. And yep. we have a lot of yep. uh, inside jokes going on that a lot of people are clueless about, and they are so confused. And um, we just kind of just been connected since day one, and mm-hmm. so it's just uh, yeah, like 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 you said, man, it's it's it it's hard to uh, explain really the um, putting the words really like what the actual exactly. So with this, I'm only going to explain the show once. And that will be this time. And if we say, if you want to get the show, you got to start from the beginning. And I am going to be a caricature of an Atlanta fan. And Mitch is going to be the antagonistic hero in this whole joint. And as you see these things, as you see us interact, you'll hopefully begin to understand exactly what that's going to look like. Um, Mitch, what do you see your role as? Did I describe that pretty well? Yeah, I mean, you pretty much hit the nail right on the head there. Um, you know, I'll have my you know, crazy Homer, Pittsburgh. Of course, I'm Pittsburgh, big Pittsburgh fan, like every every sport. So, you know, I'll throw in my little Homer Homer uh, takes in there every once in a while. Uh, but for the most part, I try to be like that, you know, the antagonist to the old uh you know Atlanta you know Mr. Atlanta yeah. over here you know this his kind of gas bag takes and it exactly there there's going to be I I'm a pretty measured person um there's one area where my takes are not measured at all and that typically does come in Atlanta sports unless it's on my my other podcast the the slip um but within this, you will see Mitch get me angry. I think sometimes he probably will make me angry, but some of those times will actually be just part of the show that we are creating. Um, the end-all be-all of this is going to be entertainment for y'all. Um, but at the same time, Mitch and I are going to be having a lot of fun with this. It's going to be a lot of jokes that y'all get, or and there's going to be a lot of jokes that y'all don't get where we're going to be cracking up and having a blast you're gonna be like what are they what are they doing and and that's that's how this thing is going to essentially roll um when we do this on a on a weekly basis it's going to be about 45 minutes to an hour of just straight talking um there's going to be various things mixed in with that um but at as this goes on, we're going to clip it down, put it on podcast. And then after this, we want y'all to stay around and be a part of the just chatting portion as well. Absolutely. And so that's the only time I'm going to explain this. So when 
Um, you see this develop and, you know, give us a little bit of grace on how this will develop, but it, it's going to be a blast. And, and, you know, it's been something that's been, I, I think, like at least three months in the making, honestly, when I brought this idea, idea to Mitch. But Absolutely. And it's been that's something to... what they expect. Mm-hmm. And like, cause you know, being listen to podcasts, like I've been a big, um, you know, the sports talk shows. You know, that's just you get you get the most sports talk shows out there. You get that just that generic gas bag, hot take, and just arguments left and right. And mm-hmm. I mean, I do enjoy my a, a nice hot take and you know the arguments. But you know, mm-hmm. it is nice. Um, like the Dan Leptard show, obviously, is one we connected on. And they, they went outside mm-hmm. of the box. And it's just like they bring in the pop culture into it. It's not just mm-hmm. – and they make fun of just sports radio in general. And they are right. on sports right. radio. And that, that right there is exactly. what really attracted me to it. So, like, that kind of – having fun with it mainly. That Like, they're not so serious. Like, I mean, those guys are serious when they when they are, like, in debates, man. They, they like, take that serious, man. And just, like, it's just just right. have <laughs> just have fun with it, you know. It's just – because you have a lot of fun with this stuff right um you know there will be times where y'all think are they really arguing about this there there will be times yes we are actually arguing about this um but it's at the end of the day it's not that serious Uh, we are going to be a show a talk show a sports talk show making fun of other sports talk shows um now any other thoughts about what we need to explain to this before we actually get into our first topics? I think you uh, you explained everything pretty well. I think, uh, like you said, it's just once one time, and I think that's all they need. And Good. Uh, let's get this show That's all they're ready. gonna get. Good. All right. So we are a day away from being into that halfway point, the halfway not halfway point of the MLB season. Um, for me, this has been probably the most involved I've been into a baseball season in terms of caring about more teams than just the Braves. Up to this point, what do you think about this baseball season thus far? Why why am I so engulfed in, in this season? Um, I, it could, I, my, my, from my take and my standpoint is it's just having that shortened season last year really um like kind of not having that full season and then having it back like having the whole opening day experience back and you know like like we brought up earlier with the community too we, we, we've we met so many people that like different teams so we we're paying attention to the teams they like to maybe just give them a hard time or you know just and then it's just for me I, it's hard to explain for me as well but I mean, I've been keeping up more more often than not, and I, I'm always in fancy baseball. So like, I, I keep up with the teams, but mainly it's certain players. It's not, you know, I'm yeah. watching this team every night. I might like tune in if I see someone up the bat on my team or whatever. But I am the same way, and it, and it has been a, for another reason. It's just been a wild one. There's been so many surprises this year so far. It's just insane. The teams that came out of nowhere that aren't. Yeah, intention. and that reminds me. Um... Yeah, Kiwi, put it on the poll. Is Mitch's fantasy foot or fantasy baseball team gonna make the playoffs? Put put that on the poll for me. But yeah, I, I think that is exactly right. Where it's something about knowing more people um, with other teams of, and that's like also creating more people um, that you're just more excited. You're paying attention to more teams. You know, I, I'm keeping MLB Network on my, my TV almost all day. That's the thing that I am doing um, when I'm playing MLB to show, as as we both love to do. Absolutely. I'm the same way. Well, not that I have no cable now that I've just recently moved, but I, I still, like, I, I bought in pre- preparation of moving, I bought the MLB.TV so I can watch, you know, mm-hmm. any game. And that's one thing um, we have actually going on this year. Um, it's, uh, kind of, it's, it's been, you know, it, it's, it's actually worked. Um, in now four cases, I believe where if there's no hitter going, we don't tune in until there is in the last three outs of the game. And it has 
actually come to fruition that they have mm-hmm. actually threw a no hitter about th- I think three or four times that we have tuned in in the last three outs. Didn't watch any of the game. We've kind of kept up, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, with the news, but not personally, and yeah. and as a group watch yeah. the game. And then we just tune in, and I mean that's been a cool experience too, especially early on in opening Definitely. day. We had yeah. they had the four boxes on there, so you can watch four games at one time. I mean it's just like you're just like in your own studio, like production studio, and you can tune into this game. And once you click the big audio, you hear the audio of that game, yeah. um, and it's it, you know big moment coming. Oh, it gets tuned into this game. It's just it's just that whole what MLB.tv has to offer on that um, um, subscription. And that, it makes it worse, especially if you are out. If your team, if you're out of the um, the blackout zone, because yeah. I mean that's way to tune in. You can still, unfortunately, where I'm at, I get a lot of blackouts. Unfortunately, on certain games, but um, it's not as bad as over out west like in Vegas. But it's still, um, it's sure. been that's been a big thing for me tuning into a lot of games that I probably wouldn't tune into with that with that uh, website. Yeah, but uh, going back to like opening day, that was great. Just watching like five games at a time with like we had like at least 15 people vibing in the voice chat that day just going crazy over teams that honestly that i i didn't think i'd ever care about and i'm not saying that like i'm a fan of them but i'm like i'm interested in watching them i'm interested to see how these other players are doing that i really actually enjoy yeah and i i had the same feeling i mean of course Opening day to me is almost like my World Series because I'm a Pirates fan. So you know, it's that first game <laughs> season. They're actually, you know, it's it seems you know they they don't have a losing record, and if they win that first game, it's that big what if? Oh, what if? You know, oh, they got they're one and zero. This is the year they're gonna yeah. do it. They're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna win the division. They're gonna finally do it again. But it, it's right. just like I think, especially for like those kind of teams, that opening day experience is is almost more special right. because that like it, you still have hope. You have hope early on in the season. You don't have that, oh, man, now who are we trading? Who are we going to get out of the deadline kind of thing? Like, who are we going to actually – his prospects we're looking at. So it's this year, especially like we said, like I was talking about earlier as well, with with not having that really opening day, the true opening day last year, this year made it even more special because we just – for one, the first year – uh, not having it like that since, what, 1994? Did they have one 1994 in the the, – or what year was that when I didn't? Um, well, that that was in um, or that was in ninety four. They they didn't finish the season. They didn't finish. They started but didn't finish. Okay, right. So, but yeah, like not having that, it really you know it's it's a, it's a national holiday in my opinion. It, this is what it feels like opening right. day. Yeah, it and and it 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 it's felt like that, and that energy has definitely carried on. Um, but, you know, everybody has that certain hope at the beginning of the season. But let me ask you this. Would you rather stay being a Pirates fan or would you rather be a Braves fan right now? Um, they just got the 500. They're about four games out of the division lead. There's no way they're going to make the wild card. But the Braves had World Series expectations. Pirates are meeting their expectations. So, which one would you rather be? Um, that's an easy question for me to answer, and it obviously is just be a pirate fan. I went through twenty-one years of losing seasons my whole life, and I went to the games. We had like season tickets. We would go to the games. We would just go to have fun, see the other teams. How many home runs they're going to put up in the game? Just, mm-hmm. just pretty much, just it, there was such a laughing stock for the longest time, and just going through that, and then 2013 when they finally had that winning season and actually made the playoffs. I mean, it was just like emotion, pure emotion, like I just never experienced before because that my like, baseball is my pure passion uh, of um, any sport. Um, that's just the sport I love the most. So I have more um, invested. And to the Pirates because that is my favorite sport. So seeing them be so bad and finally, you know, go over the top and finally make it, and that's why I went to the um, the wild card game that year. And that that experience mm-hmm. alone was just I am so blessed to be able to be a part of that because that was the craziest atmosphere of any sporting event I've ever attended. Yeah, I I, I definitely um, understand where you're coming from. 
now it, as frustrating as it is and i've I've been a Braves fan um you know my clearly my whole life which one would i rather be i'd rather still be a Braves fan i ain't i ain't going to the bum pirate side what kind of nonsense would that be <laughs> you already no, know no, about no. The, the Braves and Pirates history too so we, we I mean I, even though how young I was I still you know I, I keep on history yeah, so, um, so I already yeah. know all that and it, 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 we blame you guys for actually costing, cursing us not making the playoffs for so long um, after mm-hmm. that one game yeah but it, it's definitely an interesting um, it's just an interesting question overall because it's like right now how hopeful am I that the Braves are going to make the playoffs, I'm not too hopeful at all because they just haven't had that stretch that they've needed. They haven't shown um, that that team that is is destined for the playoffs. Right now, they have a positive run differential, but 20% of the runs that they have scored over... Um, over this season has been in five games. That's ridiculous. You know, and and a good bit of that was against your team. Um, But, you know, I digress. But, like, that's not a winning formula. The Braves should have a negative run differential. But just, like, this is the most frustrating season I think the Braves have had, even comparing to those rebuilding years when it's just, like, Y'all, y'all should be better than this. They should. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I mean, going into the season, like like you said earlier, just the expectations, you know, they, they were so close to making it last year. They they were head-to-head, toe-to-toe with the Dodgers and that NLCS last year. And one of the big things was it, that pitching. You know, the pitching, mm-hmm. they had young pitching, and that was the, you know, oh, man, having young pitching is so big in baseball. Like, look at the Dodgers and Cardinals all these years. That, that That's their recipe for success is mainly their pitching and you know the pitching wins you championships and if you look at the Braves obviously in the 90s that's what they had um yep. and like it's like this year yep. it's just just the um underwhelming for the most part some of them younger guys really yeah. what that the, it's actually the younger guys have done well they've been injured and and it's been kind of unfortunate uh but like every single young guy that has come up and played has actually done well tucker davidson got hurt uh soroka uh, re-injured his achilles had to get that um you have the other guy who um was the national league shohei otani at one point um had one bad start and punched a punched a bench <laughs> and it's just like golly so he he's out until like september and it just keeps going. But these young guys are stepping up. It's these bums like Smiley and Charlie Morton was really struggling at the beginning, even though he's turned around, actually got himself a, a, a nice monthly card in MLB to show. Um, but, like, another part that's been disappointing is the hitting. Um, they just haven't hit. Yeah. If if you're going to want – Braves overall, I feel, have better hitters than the Pirates. But at least the Pirates have consistency with their hitting. And that's one thing I think I've noticed out of them. Am I right? Am I wrong or right with that? I mean, it, they have been pretty consistent, especially, um, you know, you have um, Reynolds and Frazier in the All-Star game. And Frazier especially all season long. I mean, he he's uh, up a couple of days ago, I had to check um, updated stats, but he was tied with um, Nicholas Cassianos um, mm-hmm. with the most hits in the in the whole um, MLB. And he just having and he's their leadoff man, and just having a guy like that, this his productivity mm-hmm. to be able to get on base early on and that many times in the game as a leadoff, and having Nick Brian Hayes and Reynolds behind him and the order yeah. to be able to, and then that's having Reynolds as well. He's been playing and even Hayes, yeah. unfortunate injury yeah. early on. I mean, his opening day hit that home run. And then that next yeah. game, that swing, um, it's awkward and then hurt his wrist. I mean, it was a big loss. Mm-hmm. I think if they had him for, if he didn't get hurt, I think he would be a considered an all-star, um, considerations yeah. the way I mean, his defense. Been yeah, exactly. He's still been balling. I mean, he, just how smooth he is out there in the field at third base, the hot corner is just, I mean, it's just phenomenal. It's just, I mean, there's 
freak of natures that are able to make plays like he does, like especially that one play he made a couple uh, like last week, I believe, um, when he was out in the foul line and out out of play and just threw a missile mm-hmm. to first base mm-hmm. to get the, even though it was <laughs> Yadier Molina running. Still, to be able to make that throw and that accurate is mm-hmm. insane. I mean, there's only a few guys that can make that that are playing today, and that is Arenado and Machado, and my opinion, yeah. that can actually make that play at third base, at yeah. least. or even Chapman, maybe. Yeah, you know, did the, you talking about Fraser only upsets me um, because, like, you you obviously think he's the best second baseman in the National League. Absolutely. I think he's a great player. He's not better than Albies. Um, is, can we put this on the poll? Who's the better second baseman, Adam Fraser or Ozzy Albies? Put put that on the poll. And let's see where that comes from. Because Ozzy has more power, had a slow start to the season, and is either leading the NL or is number two in the league with RBIs. So what, what do you have to say about that? Let's see. I'm looking at the stats right now, and pull up the stats. I'm pulling up the stats. They're up. Uh, Ozzy's Ozzy's hitting like 275 after going 0 for 19 to start the season. He's at 265 now, to be exact. He's at two. Okay. Um, he's he's hitting for power. Has at least 13 home runs. Yes, 15. He's over 15 home runs. He's over 60 RBIs. He's right at 60. What, what, what's Fraser got? See, you're looking at a perspective of, you know, he, he, he does have more power. He, of course he has more power than Fraser. Just that in his, all of his scouting reports coming up, that Fraser is a leadoff, just that typical contact hitter, get on base, has a good eye. And his stats prove it. By having a 328 batting average, a 397 on base percentage, and he even still has a 464 slugging with an 861 OPS. And with that 861 OPS for Frazier, Albies only has an 837. So, All right. actually, Frazier has a you, better OPS. I, I want you to look up this stat batting average of balls in play. Look up the BABIP. Go to look up the BABIP because you know the I was Babbitt. going here. Oh, I know you, you love you me some know, good BABIPs. You, you, I, I, I love me some. Well, I'm skeptical of good BABIPs. Okay. I, I, but I, I think that it's, um, it's a more telling situation about what's actually going on um, overall because those things can even out. And if I'm not mistaken, Ozzy's... Um, Ozzy's Babbitt is like a hundred a hundred points lower than um uh like over a hundred points lower than um Fraser's. But also the expected batting average for Ozzy is like a hundred points higher than his his actual bat or his actual average. So you look at those stats and tell me Who's actually been playing better? But and, you're, and who's actually? And you are actually pretty much almost spot on. Um, Albies has a 286 BABIP, and Adam Frazier has a 363 BABIP. So it's almost 100 points higher. Um, and, and that's dropped a little bit. I, I think dropped. Frazier's BABIP a, a couple weeks ago when, when we started this debate was was like in the 380s yeah i believe it was i think you're right so i mean he wow oz yeah there's always that fall off i mean it's hard to keep up consistently like consistency like that i mean look at just take a look at even vladdy right now he's starting to kind of fall off i mean he had that triple crown pace i mean it, mm-hmm. it, it it's mm-hmm. hard to stay and you and i both played baseball and you even played right. it collegiately you know right. how hard it is to stay yeah. hot it, everyone yeah. hit, hits a slump yeah. but it's how what can you do to get out of the slump but like right to get fast like not sticking that slump too long put it that way mm-hmm. so i mean it's hard to keep that high of a bad and that bad is ridiculous um if when at 380 so i mean even if you can keep it above even like 330 that is just impressive 
how many juice boxes how many juice boxes you want to bet um, on who has the more hits in all star game oh man let's see hmm I, I think Albies is going to get at least one hit. Frazier's going to go hitless and strike out twice. He's going to have Frazier's going to have two hits. <laughs> no, actually, no, no, no. Change it. One hit, one walk. What? Oh my god. Yep. One Goodness hit, one gracious. walk. You know what? I, I bet he will get one hit. Um, it, it's going to be like a dribbler down down the line. <laughs> it's going to be a late hit, Larry. It just, <laughs> it's going to be something ridiculous, and Ozzy isn't going to get a hit, and he's going to have a home run robbed, and, oh. and that's exactly and that's exactly how um, how it's going to go. Yeah, he was a little and, hot and take. I, 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 what what's a hot take? Give me your hot take. Always will only have one at bat in that All Star game. That's not a hot take. He's not starting. He you should said, be starting. No, he's not you, no, starting, but but though. you're saying like he's gonna have like two at bats. You're over here saying like, oh, he's gonna have a hit, two hits, or a hit and a. I'm not calling it a hot take though. Well, hey, he might not even get in a bat. How about that? Oh my god! See, that's <laughs> that's a hot take. That's that's a super hot take. <laughs> he hey, might I not mean, get it's possible. You know what? Know. Maybe the situation, you know, the managers control that, so. You know what, this is how much respect they're going to have for Fraser's um, league-leading hits. They're going to bat him eighth. Oh, yeah, right. They, you know what, they're going to bat him ninth. Get and, out of and, here. And, and, let, and let the pitcher hit before him. Oh, that, that's you're what's going to happen. Dude, they already know. <laughs> I mean, one of the best leadoff hitters in the league, you know he's at least hitting second. At least, if not leadoff. He's not better than Acuna in the leadoff spot. Well, I'll say he uh, gets on base more than Acuna in the leadoff spot. Nah. I mean, I mean you can I, have that I, power. I, I, and don't get he, me wrong. I mean, he, I, hey, let, let go to the stats. Let's give me, give me, give me, give me that on base percentage for for Acuna uh, real quick. All right, I'm on. I think it may be higher than Frazier's. Well, let's see. We'll find out here in the next couple moments here. Let's see. Acuna. On base percentage, 375. And Frazier's was 397. Oh, damn. <laughs> Once again. But, but, it, but it having that good... It, it is close, and that's what I was about to say, is having Acuna in the leadoff spot, having the power he has, being able to have that power in the leadoff spot, and having the speed, just have, being that five-tool player like he is... And um, being able to, I mean, if you had that leadoff home run, putting your team one nothing early in the, in the leadoff homer, I mean, that that is well, it's been big, big momentum. It yeah, it it's it's been big. Um, you know, he he's liable to hit a home run in any at bat. Um, but that that's kind of crazy. That is, I mean, Ozzy's um, not Ozzy's Acuna's on base percentage is about a hundred points higher than his average because he's only hitting. About 275, 280. Um, so 281. That, that, that's the that's the that's the crazy part about that. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I mean, Acuna is clearly person that you can hit at any place in order, and and he'll be fine. And it's a lot um, of the walks too um, for Acuna and getting yep. hit by pitches and. Well, that doesn't count towards on base percentage. It doesn't. He's just been walking a lot. I, I, th I thought I thought hit by pitches still you get on base from it. I, 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 uh, you get on base, but it doesn't count towards on base percentage. I honestly because I, I think because um, it, it's like technically like an error, but not an error. Hmm. Yeah, that's in, weird. In that sense, yeah, baseball has weird rules. They baseball sure do. has really weird rules. Well, um, but. That we we digress, um, but you know, poor Acuna, he did get hurt today too. Yeah, that that any time you see a superstar of any team go down, mm -hmm. like the, I mean, like even Hayes when he went down, I mean, you yeah. have people. I know you were like, man, this is hard mm -hmm. to see. And any yeah. any sport, you see a guy, these young guys, the, the future of of the leagues out there that are the superstars and when you see them get injured it's just so so tough to watch 
and is their passion. They have a lot of, especially the younger baseball players, and more more specific, uh, like the Tatis is out there, the Cunhas, just their mm-hmm. passion in the game and their emotion that is making the game better. Yeah. And not having them on the field is is just it hurts it, it hurts the game. Uh-huh. Well, if you look in the chat real quick, um, a brief look in the chat, our friend Walty says that hit-by-pitches is going to on-base percentage. Uh-huh. Um, Walty's lucky I've actually realized that because he was talking about Sid Bream was out, and <laughs> I, I should have just kept ignoring him. <laughs> well, see, I was going to say, um, yeah. I mean, having Acuna, just, he's a lot of people, especially the Marlins, they, they like to throw at him for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what what do you think about the situation of Acuna being hit on the first pitch of the game by uh, Pablo Lopez the other day? And with the history, the umpires immediately threw the pitcher out. What are your thoughts about that as a a person that has no no you know worries about the um? you know, the Braves or the Marlins. I I think, and I have a little bit of history of, of when the Pirates actually were contending and, and the situation that I'll bring up after mm-hmm. what I say. But I, I I think I think it is justified for that for him to be thrown out. I think that I don't care if, if even if you don't mean to, you should know in that situation, like, know in the history that you, I mean, sometimes if you try too hard to be careful, you might, you know, actually hit them and, but still, mm-hmm. with that history, I mean, these pitchers out here throwing 95-plus, at least 93-plus, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's dangerous. And usually the ones that are get or the ones that are um, that hit the player are fastballs, so they are at least 93-plus. And it's just dangerous. And, I mean, it, with that, it, when there's a history like that, I, I think it is um, that is an okay thing for, uh, for to go forward for any player out there that is – targeted like that and has a history yeah and mine is with um andrew mccutcheon mm-hmm. with uh chapman um i don't think he got thrown out but chapman threw one tried throwing his head and hit him like square in the sh- back of the shoulder blade and mm-hmm. especially with chapman back you know with the reds he was throwing that 101 102 like consistently yeah and especially a, a player like that that has one of the hardest throws throw, probably was the hardest throw in the game at that time throwing mm-hmm. at people i mean you can't have that and it's just and more more and more players now are having um they're coming out and just throwing heat and it's just i think mm-hmm. you just make it safe because i mean those helmets only protect so much you get hit in the head you still can get concussed by a, a 90 plus power fastball yeah. so i i think it's just try it's just a way to try to get players not to not to do it and like like i said i mean a lot of times they say they didn't mean to, and, and you can tell sometimes they don't mean to, but still, mm-hmm. you should know the situation going into it as a pitcher. Yeah. that It's a risk. Yeah, I think that's the biggest part about it, that even if it's the second pitch of the game, I don't think it gets thrown out. But, like, the first pitch, and it doesn't seem like Pablo Lopez, like, meant to hit him. I like, But, like... I don't think he should have been thrown out, but I understand why he was thrown out. Yeah. Um, also, just like, yo, control your pitches better. This this doesn't just mean for Acuna. This is for anybody in the league. If you're gonna if you're gonna be willing to throw inside because you feel like you have to throw inside to get somebody out because that's one of the only ways you can throw get Acuna out is to start throwing inside and back him up off the plate. That if you aren't able to hit that spot, that is the consequence that you need. But p- these people got to be able to hit the spot. And if they aren't able to hit the spot, then, you know, the consequences be and, damned. And, and they're Major League Baseball players, I mean, for goodness sake. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, you know, put myself on a pedestal, but when I was pitching, I was just more, I didn't throw hard, but I was at least, I could be accurate enough, at least could hit mm-hmm. my spots enough. And I know it's not that hard to do. I know maybe if you throw harder, it's harder to control, and that it's it's in a lot of cases that way that these harder pitchers have less control. But yeah. still, I mean, you're in major league. You practice your craft. That's what you do for a living. You you have pitching coaches out there. You you practice nonstop. You might do little tweaks to your um, wind up. Your all different things in your that 
go into the pitch. And it being a major league baseball player, I think you still have should have no problem with your control, like that bad of a control. Mm-hmm. I mean, you might throw a high pitch, a low pitch, of course, but having that bad of control that's like heading towards a batter, I mean, that's kind of hard to do in my I, I unless it really slips out. Yeah, mistakes happen. You know, you know, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna brush over that these people are human but just like work on it in the bullpen to at least the first pitch of the game you can't control like yeah, get out of here exactly it, it's you know that you can't you can't keep getting the benefit of the doubt at that point you you just can't keep getting the benefit of the doubt I um, totally agree but like also on the other hand, I know Cunha got hit again when they were playing the Marlins yesterday, but it was on like a slider, and Cunha was pissed. And it's just like, okay, Cunha, like you know damn well that wasn't meant to to be that bad for anybody. It's frustrating. Take your base, call, call him a name or something. Keep him moving. Exactly. But like you know, the the extra stuff isn't needed in those situations. Um, but like these these things um, probably should have been handled by the MLB, which the MLB has a track record of not being able to handle these situations appropriately. Going off of even being able to control, they like what with this sticky substance talk and the rules being um, changed mid-season or actually enforced mid-season after years of not being enforced. Manfred doesn't know how to handle a damn thing. No, it, it is so like, like you were just saying. Like, why in the world do you implement it in the middle of a season? I mean, that that is something you do off season. I mean, that like, just I can't believe somebody would even think to do something like that mid season, like a, a change like that, or and then just to go after it. And then it's, I mean. How Glass now came out and said how that's the reason he got injured. I mean, it might be because he probably had to force away. He's not used to pitching, and he just was mm-hmm. hurt his arm that way because he was doing something totally different that he doesn't practice, doesn't train for, and mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. used his arm in a way that, that aggravated enough where it, it injured him. I mean, and like it's just uh, Manfred has, you know, obviously we, we all know his, his uh, track record of of being managing these different scenarios of an MLB with his decision he he's been making and it's just I mean, it's just a shame for the game right now for when right now baseball needs somebody to yeah. bring back that yeah. you know the pastime and right now it's just it's just an embarrassment with him at, at the helm in my opinion yeah it just and Manfred has not learned from the beginning of him being a commissioner. Like, you know, I I don't expect everybody to be perfect. I even think Selig learned from his days as a commissioner. I think he took his faults. He, he, he I don't think he admit, admitted them very well, but at least he took his faults and changed it. Manfred has not shown any of that. One day we're going to have to, like, listen. Maybe we'll do it in the post-show of the Dan Lebertard interview with Manfred oh, where Manfred man. just completely looked like an idiot. Oh, that Do you was, remember that? That show? was gold. Yes. I remember listening to that live. Yep. That was absolutely gold. Like even just listening to the last bit of just like, <laughs> all right, thanks for being on. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> I mean, that meme for that show was used. Oh man. It's still being used. It's just, um, it, yeah, it's still being used. It's just, it, and you can tell Manfred was not prepared for those situations. And I don't think he's ever been prepared for these actual um, interviews or situations where people actually have to t- um, ask him tough questions. I totally you know, agree. Like, I mean, you you got to know going into Dan's show exactly what Dan is going to be trying to do especially as a person that is a Miami fan and cares a lot about Miami, you know exactly what was going to go on. Yeah. Like you're telling me you had no notes. You tell me that you had no opinions, no thoughts <laughs> that like you didn't know what to say in that interview. Manfred just looked like an idiot. Yeah. And like and, you do your research 
like going into a show, if you don't watch a show, you should probably do research on how the interview, how they conduct the interviews, yeah. their their tones, their their you know just how how it's being conducted, how other interviews mm-hmm. have went, and how what was being said. Like just the different, like I I say tone, but you know we know what I yeah. mean by that. It's just like yeah. do your research because you just went into a storm and just like it was blindsided. Ugh. It was comedy yeah, it, though. So for it happening, it, it I mean... was comedy. <laughs> it, it it was definitely comedy, um, but like, it's we'll see. And and this isn't a topic that I I particularly want to talk about, because um, I feel like this is a bigger topic that needs more, will more more thought. We'll see how Manfred handles this Bauer situation, because it does not look good for Bauer. Not at but all. this is a situation where commissioner needs to be able to say, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is, We're going to do this, this, and this to make sure that we are doing the best thing for women and the best thing for the sport. And right now, he's already, he's already a little bit behind. He's already a little bit behind. Um, because it took too long for Bauer to be put on that uh, commissioner's list. Yep. Um, but we'll see if Manfred is going to be able to move on and and see how that goes. I absolutely um, agree. But, you know, there's also other changes in the MLB, uh, but more particularly the MLB, the show. Um, of course... Uh, update 11 has come out um with update 11 i think it has made some of the biggest game changes uh thus far um one thing that uh has changed is the pinpoint they made pinpoint a little bit tougher uh because some of the the top players i'm definitely nowhere near a top player um they are saying that it's too good um, to where it's almost unrealistic, which I'll have more to say about that. But then also there was um, changes to holding R2 or the right trigger on Xbox, of course, um, where people were using that as griefing rather than actually slowing down the pitcher, which is what it was used for. And then changes in contact swinging where rather than just normal swing with a bigger PCI, it's actually a contact swing where power is actually taken out of it. It's actually like choking up on a bat and trying to put the ball in play. What are your thoughts about these changes to MLB to show? Um, I love them. I mean, of course, I am a pinpoint user. But at first, when I first used it, it it was a struggle. And it was because it's totally different. And now I played the MLB 2Ks back in the day. I... I I played Xbox main primarily from 2000 and uh, about seven until even up to last year because I only mm-hmm. had a PS4 for MLB The Show because um, mm-hmm. I think I started playing right after MLB 2K franchise um, ended. Yeah, and that's right. when I was like, man, I need a baseball game to play. And then of course the show was out. It's like, oh, I'm gonna have to. I mean, I that one um, intrigued me more, and I liked the because it just looked more realistic. And but mm-hmm. it's like, man, I don't want to buy a PS3 at the time just to be able to play the game. It's like that's just stupid, really. But then I, I didn't, I played. I think I had a PS, my brother had a PS3, so I think I got. Of course, in 2013, it was the Kutch edition, so I had to get that yeah. edition. Yeah, so, definitely. I remember so, that one. Um, so I played that one. I it, and that was all before, still before Diamond Dynasty. So I played it. So and it was still my brother's console. I, I'd only used it when I wanted to play. So it it wasn't till about 2000. I was in college in about 2015, I believe. I think I was a junior or a senior, maybe. And I, um, someone was selling one. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna buy it. I, I'm gonna, because that's when I saw about Diamond Dynasty. I was watching YouTube videos on. I was like, man, I I love Ultimate Team. I was a big Ultimate Team player in Madden, FIFA, mm-hmm. and having that in baseball. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, especially how they have it. Like it's just like base, like card collecting, really, um, with different card arts and everything on it. So mm-hmm. switching then, um. Then so I've been MLB 2K having their pitching just like pinpoint going back to that, it, they had the whole you had to do the shapes, but it wasn't as hard. It was just pretty much just make the shape. That's it. 
I believe. Yeah. And but so I, I wanted to try it, and of course, hearing all the rumors before the game came out that it was going to be the meta if you can get it down, and it sure mm-hmm. was once I got it down yes. because the fastball especially. I mean, the fastball is the easiest one to get accurate on and release. And you can, I mean, we played some friendlies. We we had a little um, yep. custom friendlies. And I remember early on, it was we actually were just using golds. But I remember when I used Rob Dibble's gold, I was just dotting Unhittable. up a storm. Because if you throw that, that high and inside, I mean, even if you're ready for it, it's just almost, it, yeah. it, it takes a lot of skill to be able to time that thing. So right. it's, I think that's a good thing. It makes it more, and of course, the, the top players, top tier players are going to be like, oh, you know, they had it down to a science. They pretty much had 100% on all the all the pitches. Um, and now they have to, you know, adjust again. But I think, hey, I, I'm always up for a challenge. Yeah. So for me, I still haven't really yeah. used it yet since the update. So I really can't get my personal opinion on the new update. But I, I am happy that they actually did something with it because seeing it online when i play ranked especially you get up a, a pass of 700s you see everyone uses pinpoint pretty much by that point and you right. can tell the people that use pinpoint so having us having the challenge even for them facing it i think on that side of it i'm excited about yeah and i this only partially affects me because i'm a pulse pitcher um but like i still got to hit against these people hey and put this on the pull did you know pulse was the best way to pitch? Um, yes or no. Um, but with me being a pulse pitcher, this wasn't affect me. But like I can tell when someone is a pinpoint pitcher based on how they are throwing me. When when like when I was playing you and you were dotting me up with Rob Dibble, it doesn't matter if I was um, ready for the spot. It was still difficult to hit in those situations because it was like, I got to be ready for the cutter. I got to be ready for the slider. I got to be ready for the fastball. And if you're able to put that where you want, it's absolutely unhittable. We just got a monster raid from Taco, by the way. We sure did. Thank you for the raid, Taco. Taco, what's going on? Um, if, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the new changes to the MLB to show. So, like, the biggest thing... I'll be interested in now is seeing how I'm going to be able to hit. Are they going to, are there going to be more hangers? Um, and that, that is no guarantee that I'm going to be able to bang them if they are there. But I wonder if there's going to be more hangers within uh, the game. And that's the, that's what I was kind of getting at as well with it. Like with, when I'm facing it at those higher levels, because it's even, like you said, you might not be able to execute it every time, but the probability mm-hmm. for you to execute it, is yep. high so just having that opportunity to be able to take advantage of a, of a of a bad pitch you see it all the time in 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 real life so to make it more of a simulation there should be more of a chance of a slip up at, you know a, a hanger mm-hmm. every once in a while and I mean, what it, happened there <laughs> yeah what did happen <laughs> um but it, it's just just make it more realistic really because if you're just dotting constantly 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 i mean there's some pitchers that might have a chance at it but it's so unrealistic yeah. to be able to dot con, especially yeah. late in the game. I mean, when and that's another thing with like the stamina is like some of these people even with stamina are dotting. I think that maybe with yeah. the stamina issue, there should be a way that that you really got to switch your pitchers because some of these guys they're still pitch like say like even Valenzuela early on, and even though his stamina is so good at the end of the game, but for example how he was so hard to pick up and like people were just striking out left and right. It's just having that stamina. Of, factor into the like pitchers hanging the ball i think that needs to be more implemented Mm -hmm. if it hasn't really that i've noticed i mean it might but i don't think i've ever really um had an issue with it i mean as long as pulse doesn't change i'm gonna be fine (laughs) as long as they don't change anything with pulse because i remember we were talking to our guy um just incredible uh he was like, "What? You beat me with pulse?" And was shocked. He's like, "Hey, man, I, I, I can, I can deal with pulse." Yeah, I, it's, it's, um, I very in very Atlanta Falcons or Atlanta sports like, I, I've gone to two community vibe, uh, World Series, um, and I lost them both against two unnamed people, <laughs> but I was using pulse both both times, so and lost. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's not the best. 
Y'all just got lucky with them early. <laughs> Don't get me started on that, man. Don't, don't do not get me started. I mean, you're the one out that. here saying that it's the best out there. I mean, you you started it. Did, did, did you you didn't make two World Series? Well, I mean, I won a World Series last year with the Pirates. Uh, that's all I know. Whatever. I mean, that's that's a hard thing to do. I mean, you, I mean, we were using golds the last time we made a World Series, yeah, and you still lost. I mean, so. it, it's it it must be nice to get early early home runs, and when I'm I'm squaring things up, it's just it's just to the warning track, but. Going to R2. Do you use R2 at all? The only time I ever use R2, it's like a pitcher I haven't seen before. I don't know his pitches. So I'll take a quick a quick pick, a quick peek. I can't even speak. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> a little, what happened there? Um, so I'll just a take a look at the... Tongue. Oh, yeah, what happened? Um, so I'll look at the pitches real quick. But I don't, it's not even that long. I mean, I can go browse through and say, okay, yeah. those pitches. And that's about the only time I do it. Mm-hmm. But and when, when I'm using Pinpoint on the other side, I get R2, like, constantly. And you can tell when people get frustrated it's when they start doing mm-hmm. it. And, and especially for Pinpoint yeah. especially, if they do yeah. R2, you can get, get ready to go. And it could even start. And then it, like, shows up that, that circle with a line through it. Oh, I can't pitch. And it's just, mm-hmm. oh, and yep. you're in a rhythm. Like, I'm in a rhythm. When I pitch a Pinpoint, I'm in that rhythm. Like, it, yeah. it's a rhythm thing. And that R2 was just so annoying when you like they just throw you out of rhythm. And then that's when you can make a hanger. And that's when a lot of my hangers are uh-huh. happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, you know, and I think that's what they were using it as. Um, and that's something I never really had to deal with. Because if someone R2s me in um, pulse pitching, um, I, I just can't hit X. I just got to wait. Like, I can even hit that half the timing good. It's just not going to throw the ball. So I just wait, and then they can't R2. And then by the time it comes back around to where I can get the good timing on pulse, I just throw it. But, you know, I didn't know that people were using R2 to that kind of disadvantage, which is just like, it's just a video game. It's just one pitch. Like, what are you, what are you actually trying to do in those situations? It, it makes, it just honestly makes no sense. Like, uh, that just have some sportsmanship while playing the show. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. They, they, these grown ass men uh, don't know how to play video games. It, it's, it's funky. It's, it's that I don't know how else to, to say it. It's just funky. Like you, you a grown ass man trying to mess people's pitches up because you you can't hit Tom Glavin. Like get get out of here, man. Yeah, it's it, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and and on the other side of that, on the hitting side, people using contact swinging uh, because they can't hit that. I wonder what's going to happen now that people can't use contact swinging. Yeah, uh, and that's that is it. like I've seen it. you see it in Girl. VR, <laughs> and you, you see it all like anywhere you play. There's you see that contact, and it's so easy to pick out like because you can see that just huge circle that mm-hmm. just pops up, and you're just like, what in the like? Just why? I mean, it takes no skill, and then you know they're going to fix it too. So why would you do something like that? I know a lot of people just want to exploit it and. Just get all the advantage of um, being able to um, have the best probability of squaring a ball up, but especially like fouling off. My goodness, if people would foul off so many pitches, like out of the zone with that contact swing. Yeah. Oh. It, it, you know, it's kind of weird now that we're in the uh, moonshot event. Uh, I'm skeptical of everybody because the PCI, the inner PCI and outer PCI is so huge. I don't know who's contact swinging. And, it, and if that's just the uh, the the common pitchers being terrible, yeah, and that and that's a <laughs> that is a funny part. And I have only played about one game though of of the Moonshot event. I need to get more into mm-hmm. it. I've just been um, past couple of days pretty busy, um, but the, tomorrow I'm definitely gonna get into some of that because I I do like the Cespedes card, um, especially just having. We'll see what the collection reward is. I don't know if it's gonna be Griffey again. Um, but uh, there's probably there's got to be some kind of collection award in that home run derby um, with the cards. 
um, like last year. Obviously. Oh, definitely. So, so oh, getting those, I love those home runs. Oh yeah, because you know they have the power, so that, you know they're good for mm-hmm. a bench bat. So yep. they really they they are definitely suitable to and in, in events and different different scenarios. So uh, just having mm-hmm. a card um, that will probably go towards a program, it's worth grinding for, especially even if you're not going to use them, but you can still collect them for something some that better that you might want to use and be yep. beneficial in your lineup. So right. All right. So, I think it's a good time to transition into um, our picks. Um, every single time we have a show, we're going to have picks of the week, and we're going to keep a tally of um, who has the best record. Um, we don't have to choose opposite teams, um, and we'll revisit these next week. Um, and... And so with our three picks of the week, we got the Euro final, we got the all-star game this week. We also got the home run derby. And I think those are the fun, um, that those are going to be the fun, uh, picks of our week this week. So first the Euro final and that is against Italy and England. Who do you have? I have Italy. You have Italy? Yep. I had Italy too. Okay. So both on Italy. All right. So what about the All-Star game? Who do you have in All-Star game? AL or NL? I'm going against this, you know, I like I'd like to see these underdogs finally pulled off for a while in the NL. I'm going with the NL this year. I'm going to go with the AL because um they always just seem to win. Um and maybe we'll talk about it um, at a different point, I'm going to be going for the NL. I want the NL to win, but I think the AL is going to uh, pull it off. Uh, put the Euro final on a poll, please. Also, put the um, the All Star game on the poll, please. Um. Now, finally, the home run derby. I think we all know who the um, who the who the favorite going into the home run derby is going to be. However, it's going to be interesting. And let me read off who is going to be part of the home run derby. Of course, the favorite Shohei Otani, Joey Gallo, Juan Soto, Trevor Story, Salvador Perez, Matt Olson, Pete Alonso, the reigning MLB uh, home run derby champ, and then Trey Mancini. Out of those eight people, who do you have winning the home run derby? Man, yeah, it's, that is kind of tough. And that's one thing early on. It was, uh, you know, you got Otani was the big, the flashy name in it. Then they had his other names. It's like, ugh. But now it's made it interesting the last few editions. So, mm, ah, I think I'm going to go with this. I mean, there's so many, like, like a few that like I could see winning it. But... I'm going to go with Soto. You're going to go Soto? Yeah. Wow. Now, Juan Soto actually goes against Shohei Otani in the first round. It's a big upset Do you want to change that? Big upset That's coming. a big upset. Okay. Wow. I'm actually going to go to the other side of the bracket here, and I'm going to go with Joey Gallo. That dude just has mamo power and makes it look easy. Uh, he strikes out a lot when the fastball is coming at like 99, but on BP – I think he's going to get it. So my pick is going to be Gallo. And that was honestly my second pick. But I'd like to see mm. Gallo. Because I've had him like i had him in fantasy too. And like I've just loved just just what his home runs, like his moonshots. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of moonshots, that's for sure, at that stadium. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, uh, almost definitely. All right, and, and lastly, put this on the poll. Who would win this home run derby, Slip or Mitch? I think they already know what that's gonna be. I think All they've right. already. I think the people have decided on that already. I, I mean, they they clearly think it's me. But <laughs> all right, now it's time to go into our miss slip article of the week. And were you able to read this article? This is some wild shit. I don't think I was able to read it. Oh, it, it's it's a ridiculous article. 
So the mislip article of the week title is Woman wore same Hawaiian shirt to 264 Zoom meetings and no one noticed. Wow. And, and this is what I like to call segment reading. A woman attempted to prank her former co-workers by wearing the same Hawaiian shirt to hundreds of Zoom meetings, but the joke ended up being on her. The resident of Washington, D.C., whom Inside Edition identifies as only Jackie. A, a Jackie would do that, too. <laughs> and she wore the shirt 264 remote meetings between April 2nd, 2020 and June 16th, 2021. Quote, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I wore this shirt again? Like, that'd be a funny joke and everyone would say something, she told the show. Sadly, no one said anything. Quote, and then I thought, well, I'm going to keep this going until someone noticed and no one noticed. And, and apparently she had some real ups and downs and she's just wearing the same damn shirt. That is incredible. So, and finally, when I told my team that I had been wearing the same shirt, they didn't know what I was talking about. They hadn't noticed, she told the Daily Mail. The intern literally said, the intern literally said, on purpose? So there's that. Mitch, what, what is this? <laughs> I, well, what are your thoughts? Would I, you just, wear a shirt like that? Not like, that I mean, many. No, I don't think I would. Like she, no one noticed. I can't believe no one point, noticed. Like, how like, does someone not notice? Like, when it's I... A, it's a Hawaiian shirt. And, it, yeah, a Hawaiian shirts usually stand out, right? So, how can they not... Ah, uh, those people just had to be just so oblivious. I just can't believe it. But I, I think... Uh, when I look at somebody... Like, I, I notice... There's, so, like, usually... You know, my fa one of my fav favorite quotes of a movie is... Um, you never notice a man's shoes, the shoes he's wearing uh, in Shawshank Redemption when, when, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> Andy, Andy Dufresne is walking. Oh my goodness. I, I didn't spoil too much, but. Um, but put it on the poll. Can you spoil Shawshank Redemption right now? Hey, man, there's some people that. Oh my goodness. Can you, can you spoil Shawshank Redemption in July of 2021? Oh, ridiculous. Man. Hey, I'm telling you, you ask some people out there. I guarantee there's people out there that have not seen it. <laughs> Goodness gracious, man. Uh, so, goodness gracious, this has been absolutely fun. Um, do you want to cover the polls now, or do you want to cover the polls in the uh, the after show, uh, where we'll turn this into just chatting? I think uh, since it's the first time, I think it'd be fun for you know, the viewers to have it during the Pray the After show. I think that'd be a good good idea. You you want to do it in the after show? Yeah. All right, we'll do it in the after show. Um, so for the podcast, thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, hopefully you'll tune in live next time. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you, the man. Um, we'll catch y'all next week. See y'all next week.